My name is Isaac Salcido. I'm very thankful to be here on a Monday. There's uh, so many good things, bad things, so many things happening around the world, but I'm just so thankful that I'm here with all of you guys, phenomenal people. I feel blessed. There's some new faces here, so let me introduce myself real quick. Uh, my name is Isaac Salcido. grew up in Border Town of Arizona. Um, the reason why I'm here is because I have a passion for going out there and helping individuals when it comes to the most important thing in their life and is their time. Most people forget that their time is their money because they're so used to trading their time for money. So I'm driven by that. That's why I'm here. Um, Leticia was just asking some phenomenal questions about my experience in, in this company and it's been life-changing. It's been life-changing. Uh, it's helped me through a lot of my personal growth, uh, my personal evolution, and <clears throat> I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful that I'm able to see things from this perspective of help, and I know that I'm never going to have an issue when it comes to, to money, because my goal and my intention and, and the way, why I want to do things is the right way. My reasons are the right reasons. And I'm very thankful, very happy to be here with you guys. So before we jump in, there's some new people that I want to hear. Um, why you guys are here, your name, what you do, where you're from. Starting with Tamara. I'm Tamara. <laughs> Not Tamara. <laughs> Tamara. Uh, I'm from Germany, half Italian. Most people think I'm Brazilian, <laughs> but it's not. No, no. Um, I studied German linguistics originally and Italian in Berlin. And then I transitioned. I also taught both languages. And then I transitioned into interior design because I rediscovered my creative streak. And when I came here, I found out about home staging. So, does everybody know what that is? Mm -hmm. It's like it's furnishing houses for real estate to sell houses more professionally, like faster and at a higher price. So, um, I did that for a while. I was really happy. Like, great team, great work. It was perfect. Like, I couldn't believe it. Sunday evening, I didn't like. I was looking forward for Monday, wow. two Mondays, yeah, that's how happy I was. And then after half a year, I had to leave the company for several reasons. And yeah, that really, like, that was really hard for me because I had just come to the U.S. And, um, and a few months later, I also got separated from my husband, so I really fell in a deep hole. And I was, like, questioning myself and my life and like it was really hard like I was scared I was like I felt lonely it was horrible but from that strong negative emotion I experienced my spiritual awakening and it's a really cool thing and ever since I've been on a really exciting journey and I'm able like to find answers to my questions and um, rediscovering my true self and becoming my true self and um, yeah I mean I, I can go on and on but <laughs> um, I think thanks to that awakening I found out that I'm not an employee I want there's more like I want to give back I want to help people I want to make more money like once one time in my life and 
and and I want to be my own boss too um, and one thing led to another and I ended up here and I feel like I've been attracted to this <laughs> that's, that's why I'm here <laughs> All right, <laughs> my name is Brett. Uh, I came here about a year and a half ago. We did the number on that. <laughs> it's crazy to think how much time went by. Um, so quickly. I know it's been an insane journey um, so far. But I got interested in difference uh, by my wife's my my mother-in-law. She actually came here first, and uh, she had her first orientation. Her forty-five minute breakdown of like you know, some knowledge, you know, and I got to sit in it and be a part of it and it just hit me with reality, like, this is for me, this is something that I want to do. Um, I, I felt like there was so much real day-to-day -day life struggles and, and, and the speed and what they were saying and, and then it was just 45 minutes and I was like, Jim Carrey woke, you know, like, <laughs> I was like, wow, this is insane, this is like, this is what I want, you know, and then, uh, and then after that, it just I fell off the face of the earth for a while because I'm I'm active duty military, so I'm still in the Navy, um, doing that. Uh, but I'm also I know my path leads to again owning a business, owning something and calling it my own. But also I love sharing knowledge, and um, that's one of my passions. I love doing. I love numbers too, so that's another thing. But anyway. Um, I just fell in love with this company and, and I picked it back up and started looking through all my paperwork again and just reached out to Carlo and he welcomed me back to the family so it's, it's like it's, it's actually an honor to be here because you know sometimes you just don't get second chances like something like this maybe you know so happy to be here and share this, this uh, empire with everybody. My name is Leticia. You can call me Leti for short. Um, well, I'm here because I ran across the ad on Craigslist, and the way that it was uh, scripted just really, really spoke to me. There was something behind that that I could see now with my inner eyes, you know, and I felt the energy, and I was. And it also talked to me a lot because my relationship with money, you know, what is my relationship to money and how do I view money, you know, and so that, that's been something that I've been wanting to focus more and to learn how to manage, how to make it grow, how to keep it. And so I was like, okay. And so I ended up meeting Carlo and uh, we had an instant connection. We just really connected at many levels. So it made me feel really good about uh, coming to listen more and come to the meetings and and, uh, and yeah my passion is to help other people you know, to I think we all have gifts that we can give to each other you know everybody has their own unique way of expressing themselves and, and looking at things so I think we all need that we all need each other so that's why I'm here so uh, the person I'm going to bring up, um, more than a business partner, he's my brother. And I don't say that lightly. I'm very particular with the people that I spend time with and the people that I open up to. So he's more than anything had so much patience with me, has supported me, helped me, been here at the office at till 2, 3, 4 in the morning, uh, leaving 
to other states at 7 in the morning and it's just a true ride or die type of individual. I'm just so thankful, so blessed that I was able to connect and be in this industry with someone of his, uh, just, he's an overall phenomenal individual. And um, please give a round of applause for Mr. Carlos <laughs> So, thank you, brother. Thank you. And um, guys, we're, I think the theme of the day right now is you know, the epiphany. I'm really like download lady is just we're we're creating more. Mm -hmm. And uh, as, as I love the I love the caliber of people that are here right now. Right. And as I know the people that are here that have been here, like I know that, okay, there's there's definitely a vibe here for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. You know. And so once you find your vibe, you find your tribe. Right. And um, so I'm excited. I, I'm going to go through this quickly because I, I want to hear this woman's training. And, you know, Sarah's just been, uh, she's really been helping out a lot. And I really, really appreciate what she's doing for our company and for our team. Um, you know, and so as you get to know the people here, I want you to know that we're really surrounded by some very uniquely talented people here. You know, and there's some people that are doing some really amazing things. Um, you know, like Isaac's one of the top producers in the company and one of the youngest guys at the in the industry. And what, you know, about a year and a half ago, he introduced me to this amazing woman here, Sandra. And when I met, first met her, I knew that this was someone very special. You know, and what they're, what she's doing in, like if you kind of track her online, you'll see like, I, I feel that that's where we want to start taking people to go, right? You know, she runs a, a nonprofit called Fem Latinas, right? Where they're just empowering women from all walks of life, entrepreneurship, and you know, all kinds of really interesting things. They run a nonprofit called uh, Avance Progreso Hispano, which is on December 15th, like we're going to Mexico, which I never, you know, growing up, I never was part of, you know, giving back, and you know, I've always wanted to, and I think most people are like, how do you give back? And we're going to an orphanage, right, that she set up, right? And then we're gonna go over there and just kind of donate our time and, and gifts to, to people of need, and. So there's a lot of great things that our people collaborating here to create some very unique experiences. But obviously to do that, that's why we're all entrepreneurs, because we all want to create. I think everyone in this room, from who I know, nobody here wants money for self-interest. Everybody here wants to be able to be okay so that they can give back in a greater way. And this is just really, I think, the core message of what Difference is about, you know, and why entrepreneurship. And, you know, to me, I think entrepreneurship is like, modern-day spirituality, right, you know, in a capitalistic market. And I feel that we really are doing that here in such a unique way, and we're really blessed to be around some really great, talented people. So we want to attract people, right? So, you know, just hearing you guys speak, I was like, okay, these, I was sitting there thinking to myself, these are the kind of people I want to surround myself with, right? People that are hungry, people that want to give, and people that want to grow. And that's really what our culture is, you know, and so this company, Again, we started with five people, we're 50. And in 2019, we're really starting to move more to a digital platform and to start to share our message, right? Thanks to Sarah, we're going, you know, I started a podcast today, which is exciting. And, yeah, <laughs> you know, and I'm already thinking, I'm like, ooh, I want to create this, right? And I was talking about that too, I was like, right, she's going to be a guest, right? You know, and just getting all these people just to be able to share ideas that I think because it's all right now, it's all about creating content. Yeah. It's all about content, right? And so we want to give our message to people. This message resonates with a lot of people. So 
this is orientation. I'm gonna go through this quickly because mostly we have some new people here and really figure out well, what is it that we're doing here. And I'm gonna go through this fairly quickly, right? You'll see it again. You know, typically as we get bigger, we'll split off into this, but for the sake of time, because I want to get into Sarah's training, is you want to know, like, well, there's a few, like, what is this about? What are, we, what are we doing here, right? And so I want you to understand what is Difference Financial, right? And insurance services and what we're about and what is our history. Um, you're going to hear of some of these companies out there. We're kind of a great-grandchild to some of these companies, right? We're kind of an evolution. Everything's broken up. So people say, well, I've heard of a company called Primerica. They still exist today. Good company, right? Um, we kind of, you know, sometimes when, when people come from there, they, they see such the contrast when they come here, right? And so they also work in the life insurance industry. So it started by a guy named Art Williams who started that company in 1977. He started with 85 people and he grew to 225,000 people. And he sold that company to Primerica. Um, and then this guy, Hubert Humphrey, and these are guys I would, I would have you look up to understand the history of this, right? So you understand your lineage of, of this industry. You know, Hubert Humphrey was a giant in this industry, right? These are billionaires. And in this very same industry that we're in, he started a company called World Market Alliance. Uh, he left Primerica to start his own company, World Market Alliance. And then he sold that company to a company named Agon, which is a Dutch company. And that company renamed it World Financial Group, which is now named Transamerica, which is the company I came from, and so did so did Dalgo, who's a silver company. And so <clears throat> that led to um, you guys have probably seen this guy. Who's seen this guy um, online? Right. He runs Patrick a YouTube. Yeah, Patrick Ben David. He runs a YouTube channel called Valuetainment, and we all were in World Financial Group together, right? So he left and he started a company because the reason I'm sharing this with you guys because I've had many new people come to me like, hey, have you heard of Primerica? Have you heard of PHP Agency? And, and you want to know, are, are we like them? You know, there's a lot of similarities, but we're also uniquely different based on culture. And so this is Dago, right? He's the CEO of our company. And so Dago, uh, he left World Financial Group in 2010. We launched Difference in 2011. And our vision is to grow uh, 5,000 life insurance license reps by 2023, right? And we'd like to have 100 offices nationwide. And so to do that, we're really now going back to, it's funny, when you really want to know, what always brings me back is to going back to the beginning, you know? So I've been really reflecting, like, who said something earlier today? You said, you know, the, I'm, I'm all, in the winter, I kind of, what did you say? I become more introverted. I become more introverted in the winter because I'm now reflecting, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about my life. I'm contemplating. And that really resonates with me because I, I really feel the same. Like, I'm thinking about, you know, you get sometimes lost in the process of why you're doing something. And then you have to go back to, like, why did I start this to begin with? Like, you go back to the beginning. And, you know, for me, I've been saying this since day one that I wanted to build a company of 5,000. And... So many times we started, we get one man and we fail. I've learned so many things, and but I really realized how valuable this message is and how it needs to get out. And I believe that this is where we're at, you know, and, and where we're going with this. So it's a very exciting time. So you got to know, like, well, what's the difference, right? What it, what is the difference between us and other companies out there? And one of the big things that we're bringing, right, from a monetary standpoint, is we're bringing the pension back, right? So what is a pension? 
you know, and not, and not for people that know what it is, but especially for new people, like, what do you know what a pension is? It is your income. Right? Yeah, it is a, basically it's a lifetime income stream. This is why people work for companies, right? And so the percentage of American workers in the private sector whose only retirement count is a defined benefit plan, right? That's the terminology, which is AKA pension, is now only 4%. So, which is down from 60% in the early 80s. So most companies would offer their employees a pension. And that's what was a, a huge retention tool for people to work in the corporate, you know, for a corporate company because their company would give them some lifetime benefit. And so I got this from Isaac because it made me look it up. Um, and it's so true. There's, there is 1.34 million lawyers in the country right now, in the United States. There's 968,000 doctors. And there's only 15,000 pension planners, right? That's 0.0045% of the country. And so what we're able to do, right, is to go out there and service an individual, right? Because now it's not an excuse anymore why someone says, well, I don't have retirement because my company doesn't have good benefits. Well, you get a paycheck, right? Yeah. Well, we got to teach you how to manage your money, and you don't have to depend on your company anymore. Now you need to depend on yourself. And now you can put your own money away into a plan that's going to give you a lifetime income stream for the rest of your life. So this is really what we specialize in here. So if you're learning this as a trade, if you're coming here, what you're really going to become is you're going to specialize in taxes. Understanding the tax code of this country and how it affects an individual, how it affects a business owner, which is very, very, right? One of the chapters in Think and Grow Rich is one way of getting rich is specialized knowledge. And if you really want to have a niche, right, understanding tax code and tax law to help people position their finances so it doesn't get exploited by the United States government and they're giving more money to the IRS than they need to is teaching them like I can show you if you go to a business owner and you say if I can help you reduce your taxes so you can keep more money for yourself would you be open to learning that what do you think the answer would be yes right but they don't know right because nobody's teaching that so that's a big part we're teaching principal protection I think we're seeing the signs of the economy right now that we are looking to a crash. It's, it's happening, right? And I, I, you need to know that. Okay? <coughs> Everything is cyclical. We experience a crash once every 10 years, and the last crash we had was 2008. It's 2018, right? We're going into 2019. So the roller coaster is about to come down. Okay, real estate is very topped out right now. The stock market is very topped out. You know, now is not the time to buy, right? It's a great time to sell if you can find buyers, right? Not so much a good time to buy because you're buying at the top of the market. Everything is very topped out, right? So there's a good chance of people buying into real estate and they're trying to flip that property or sell it in a short amount of time. You're probably not going to, right? You could end up like 2008 where you're backwards, right? So we want to help those people protect their money. So we're in a very unique time where you can go to right now a baby boomer and help them save their money and Turning those 401ks or IRAs or Roth IRAs, right, or just the lump sums of cash that are sitting in the bank account, converting it into a lifetime income stream that they never outbid. So this is what you offer. This is the value of what we do here in those three areas, right? And we do that all with the life insurance license through the state that we operate in. And I project and I predict in 2019, we're going to be doing more business online than any time that we've ever done. 
right? And it's it's a great time for that, you know. So picture yourself being in your house or being, you know, wherever and just having internet and Wi-Fi and being able to do appointments across the country, right? All because we have a strong social media platform, a strong social media presence. We're educating people and that's happening through automation. You know, that's what we're moving towards. Which is, you know, the whole thing of laptop lifestyle is a real thing, you know, and that's what we had. And so we're looking at money now in a sense where it's, it's very possible to go out there and build wealth. You know, capitalism is for a real thing and we have the financial cure for cancer, right? We really, really do, guys, right? So why is there a need? So I'm making the case for why entrepreneurship? Because let's just look at the reality of the situation. I mean, these are the facts. The average student loan debt right now is this is $37,000 per person, right? It's uh, it's pretty high if you look at it, right? And you'll see who's seen student loan debt higher than that? Easy. Right? Yeah. You know, and you cannot get rid of that. You, if you file for bankruptcy, you do not get rid of student loan debt, right? It stays with you forever, mm -hmm. like luggage, yeah. you know? It's, it's something. <coughs> the average credit card debt per household is $16,000, right? Okay, this is very typical. And meanwhile, the average salary in California is $51,910 per year. This is what the average earner is earning right now. And meanwhile, to buy a house right now in California, you have to make at least $131,000. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so it's like, well, who's doing that when the average salary is that? So we see there's such a why entrepreneurship? Because people are almost being forced into like, okay, there's got to be a better way. And the reason many of you were looking or what resonated with you, whether it's the Craigslist ad or whatever, was because, okay, I, I want to be my own boss. I want to create my own money. I don't want to be limited based on a nine-to-five routine or salary. Right? Because this is what most people are taking home after taxes per month right now. Right? In San Diego, how far does this get you right now? It doesn't get you far here. Right? Now, I grew up here, you know, and I have an affinity to this city. And so, like other people, like, I'm out of here, man. Screw this place. My question was, like, well, how can I live here? How can I prosper here? And entrepreneurship, I think, is the best way to do that. Take control, right? Take control of your life. So, we want to, in order to prosper here, right, we have to have a certain mastery of industry. So, for us, it's life and annuities. Now, I never ever in a million years thought up to myself to be an insurance agent. Okay, uh, that's not something that. Did you ever think you'd be an insurance agent? You know, did you ever think that this would be done? Did you, ever think that would be, did you ever think that, hey man, when I grew up, I want to be an insurance agent? Right? <laughs> <coughs> but it turns out, right, that there's so, like, I, I realize it's so much. Like, look at this room right now in terms of evolution, right? It's, this has always been. Right, dominated by men, right, and actually old white men. To be honest with you, you know. And now we have a sense of flavor. Now we have women. Now we have on, you know, entrepreneurship. And you know, insurance is gonna. Insurance was valuable, you know, since the Roman times, right? And it's still gonna be valuable 500 years from now. Okay, it's never gonna go away, right? It's always gonna be something that we need to do. You know, so we need to know about it. Now, it's not just life insurance, as you can see, that we do. So we do annuities, and people are like, well, what is an annuity? I'm not going to get so much into that, but in terms of what you can do under annuities, and this you do with just a life insurance license. 
So we do retirement qualified plans such as 401k rollovers, 403Bs, these are for teachers, 457s, IRAs, SEP IRAs, simple IRAs, Roth IRAs, index annuities. There's a lot that you can virtually help anybody that can save money. Doesn't matter how much money they make, how much little money they make, or in between. If they have a desire to save money, you can help them. That's all they have to have. And so we believe here that we can actually help anybody. Now, they first have to want the help. Okay, so why you won't get a client is because they don't have a desire, right? They're like, eh, you know. So this is why we really want to target our market. You're looking for people who want to save money and better their financial state. So fortunately, and unfortunately, but fortunately for us, the I feel like the world, right, world events right now are conspiring for us to win in a sense. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Right, it's almost like, you know, my dad asked me, what happens if the market crashes? I'm, I'm kind of like thinking about your business. I'm like, it's actually gonna be really good for us. Right, because when the market crashes, people don't wanna lose, they wanna stop the bleeding. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna roll over the money because like, well, I won't lose any money over there. If I roll my money over with, you know, they roll their money with you, so I won't lose any money. But what if the market goes up? You're gonna make money too. But if the market crashes, you never lose any of your money. It sounds too good to be true, right? So that's where your education will come in. But this is what's good about it. Now, we also do a lot of things on the life insurance arena. So we do everything that has to do with life insurance. So traditional term, term life with accelerated living benefits, uh, return of premium term, universal life, whole life, index universal life, premium financing is something that we do for business owners or people that make a certain amount of money key person insurance, second to die life insurance, and final expense. And so we have, within this room right now, we've done all this stuff, right? There's a people that have done all this stuff, and the, the cool thing about the insurance industry is that, does it pay well? Mm -hmm. It pays extremely well, okay? So well that you might question, is like, is this for real, right? And I didn't believe it at first either, but it, you know, it's amazing that you can go help one client, and with one client, we'll pay you probably what you made in a W two job for the last twenty four months. Right? You know where you know people have got thirty thousand dollars months, fifty thousand dollars months, hundred thousand dollars months, right? Just servicing clients, and so it's a niche. It's a very niche industry, you know. And so we want you to be a master of this trade and understand it. Like you're like an encyclopedia. You know, like, well, how do you know this stuff, right? Because this is what we teach, this is what we study here, right? So training is going to consist a lot of breaking this thumb down, case studies, before and afters. We do advanced trainings, right? So once a month we'll do advanced training where we really go nitty-gritty into annuities and life and before and after and how to position it and who's the ideal client. All that stuff you'll learn here, okay? Where you'll learn mostly is in the field, is actually going out in the field, sitting down with clients. And so we want you to feel proficient because this is your trade, you're a craftsman, you know, this is how you provide value society through your trade. Um, with business owners, great market that we're getting into, a lot of money in that market, a lot of business owners right now because so many people are moving into business because the W-2 has a lot of limitations. You have a lot of people going into business that don't, you know, people that were not good with their finances as employees are not good with their finances as business owners, mm -hmm. right? And what I've come to learn is that business owners are very terrible with their money. For my personal experience, right? It's because they're so busy trying to keep the business going, they don't take care of themselves, they don't practice a lot of self-care. And so we have some really great plans for them, right? That can really help them, right? You know, 
Our CEO, Dago, just did this uh, executive bonus plan. This is Section 162 in their IRS, where basically he went to a business owner who were in a construction company, and they already had a 401k, but he's like, how can I retain? He's like, I'm losing a lot of my people at the executive level to the competition, right? You know, because there's always, you know, people like getting offered better, better pay, better benefits. So an executive bonus plan was the way Dago presented this. He said, what if you can just take care of a handful of your key people, right? He's like, is that possible, right? Yes, you can be discriminatory. Well, what's the benefit of that, right? Is that you retain them because now, hey, and you can create like a vesting schedule. So what he did, long story short, is he took 10 of his top executives and they funded it with something called an IUL, which is an index universal life policy that has a tax-free pension built inside of it with living benefits, which is on top of their 401k. And he created a vesting schedule within it. So for them to benefit from this tax-free pension, they had to stay at least another five years in the company. So it was a retention tool, right? So he helped out 10 of those people in that big company. And he did this in the course of a week. And in one week, he made $81,000, right? That's real money, right? And he was like, wow, that was so easy. And they were so happy with it, and, you know? But how would you like to make $81,000 in a week? Mm -hmm. Would that change your life? <laughs> yeah, right? Specialized knowledge, okay? And this is what wins here, right? It's specialized knowledge, right? So those are the things that you'll learn here. On how do I present that? How do I prospect for that? All those things that we're going to be doing here. Um, captive versus independent. So we've, you know, people think sometimes like, well, I've never heard a difference. You guys are a new company. What's the difference between you and everybody else? So we are independent agents here. And that's a big difference versus a captive agent, right? So you've heard of companies like State Farm or Allstate or uh, Farmers, New York Life, Northwestern Mutual, Primerica, Mass Mutual, great companies. But when you work for a company like that, you are a captive agent. Now, what does that mean? That means that you're limited to products and services from only the carrier that you represent. And which limits client choices if they prefer <coughs> another carrier. Okay, so here's a great picture of it. So that's our company logo, Difference Financial. But we work with many companies in the marketplace. So you're not limited to one. So you don't ever have to have any anxiety, like I feel like I'm selling something, because you really just kind of go side by side with that client and say, I'm here to represent you. What, you know, I'm going to find the best company that's going to meet your needs, that works with your budget, that's going to give you the best bang for your buck. And then that company compensates you as the agent. You don't charge the client, right, for the services you provide. It's complimentary to them. You know, and you're representing them the whole way through. And you're getting paid from these companies who are billion dollar companies. So all these companies have been around a long time. So all we're doing is basically bringing Wall Street to Main Street. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That's really our philosophy here, right? And what we don't want, why the industry, life insurance, has a 95% turnover rate. Most people do not last more than 24 months in the industry itself. Why? Because of this. Pressurized production environments with quotas. Yes. That's why, because it's sell, 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 right? And you can get burnt out with selling. And we did not bring you into this business to be a salesperson, even though you're going to be in sales and marketing. We brought you in to be an entrepreneur. And an entrepreneur is somebody that you get to create life that you want. 
and you can earn passive income here. Okay, that's why you're here, and we do that. So we do that through teamwork. So for you to learn the art of leadership, you first have to learn how to lead yourself. Okay, because you know it's you really don't have a moral authority to lead another person until you first learn how to control yourself. And also, people say, "Why am I not making money?" Right? You know, I say, "Well, you first got to learn a little bit, a lot about you." And once you kind of get a little bit of a sense of self-mastery in certain areas, now you have the ability to bring people together. Because the thing about your team, as you work in teams, and I don't know if you've, if you've played sports, you're more inclined to do well. Uh, Kimberly, who was not here, she was here on Saturday, said something very profound. You know, she's like... Teamwork. Yes, she's like, you know, Carlo, like, this is all new to me because it's win-win here versus win-lose. She's like, I grew up in theater. And if I didn't get the part, even if I got second, I still didn't win, right? So for me to be in an environment where it's, if I help other people win over myself is very different to me. I'm like, ah, oh, that's an interesting perspective. Because you come into this world and, and you have to like analyze, if you look at it from human nature, new people typically come in here and be like, people are way too positive here. Like, what, what's, what, what, what's the, what is the flipping angle here, right? What are you guys after? Like, what, what do you want to, you know, be careful with people like that. And here, it, it is team before self, right? If, if, if Leticia doesn't win, I don't win. So we focus more on helping the person that you're mentoring win even before yourself. And that's something that is very counterculture. We don't know how to do that in society, right? Because out there, it's, I got to get there before Brett does or else I don't eat. Right? Screw him. My needs come first, right? Kill or be killed. And then you come here, it's like, oh, don't worry about yourself, man. Just worry about helping people. Like, whoa, whoa, hold on, bro. I need to eat, man. I need to feed my family, right? I, I care about bread, but my family's got to eat. I got to get paid. And so when you start detaching from that need, you know, like, well, it's all about me, me, me. And here, it ain't about me. It's about we. Way different psychology. And that's not what I was taught. So once you start moving into that, you start to realize, like, whoa, there is an awakening process to that. You know, and I'm very proud of that here. So we don't want you to be a hardcore sales agent with no ownership and inability to build your own agency that you override. So here, you don't get to build an agency if you work for these companies. You're basically your salesperson on a quota, but there's no ownership there. So eventually, the industry spits people out. And when I meet people like, oh, I used to work at New York Life, or I used to work here, I'm like, would you ever consider the industry? Hell no. No way. No, thank you. Right? And here, like the people that have been here, we have strong retention because we built on a culture, right? That we focus a lot on the sales. Yeah, you can learn about sales and marketing, but there's no quotas here. So non-captive is what we are. So here's the contrast. It's very important. At the advice, you're not limited to one company, but many. Okay? We have no quotas here, and there's no hourly commitments. You do this how you want. I started with five hours a week, right? So you're, it's your business. If you treat it like a hobby, unfortunately, it'll pay you like a hobby. If you treat it like a business, it will pay you like a business. So you have total autonomy here, right? It's, it's, it's yours. You're the, you, you are the master here. You have the ability to build your own agency day one here, so you can become a broker. I love working and collaborating with people, so bringing people in is my source of fuel here. 
right? When I see new people and I get to build relationships, it's what drives me, it's my hunger, it's my passion. And I've always been that way, I love people. I never knew that I would do that in the insurance arena and that this space would be the way, like it's, it's mind boggling to me. But I'm really grateful for that, that, you know, I've been blessed with the ability to say, okay, oh, she's good at that, oh, she's good at that. Let's bring those two together and let's make magic, right? It's really awesome to see collaboration here, okay? And you get ownership of your book of business here. So you're building something that you build equity in, okay? So that it's yours. And that's what it's all about is don't you want ownership? Don't you want to have something that, you know, it's worth something? And eventually you're going to have an exit strategy where you walk away but the money continues to come in. And not only does it come in, it continues to grow. And if you're doing this right, your income grows every year, right? Every year because your business continues to grow. It's nonstop. Does that make sense? So that's what you're going to learn here. And the timing is everything. Over 10,000 baby boomers are turning 65 every day. This is real. People are preparing for the great, for the, the great wealth transfer. So you can look that up. There's all these news articles about it. All these baby boomers, they need to transfer their money. And they need to stay with someone that knows what they're doing. So that's what you get to do here. <clears throat> and in our industry, agents are leaving the industry in droves. Average age in the industry is 59. So one in four insurance agents will be gone by 2018. And this is true. So much that the testing requirements were brought down from 70% to 60% because of the mass shortage of agents, actually. And most, what's of what you learn here, which I feel very confident saying this, is most of what you learn here, I can tell you, that 90% of agents that you'll come across do not know all what they can do with the life license, mm -hmm. right? That's so true. Most agents are selling life insurance, right? We don't sell, we educate. Big difference between selling and education, right? And we don't just do one thing here, we do many things. And so we wanna market to this, this, this industry, right? We're growing. The Great Wealth Transfer, over $30 trillion transferred from baby boomers to Gen X and millennial children over the next three decades. So there is a tsunami coming in of opportunity. So it's up to you, right? I believe that if you do this right, by 2030, these are multimillionaires, right? And what you do with that, it's on to you. But you have this rare opportunity to create, like, wow, this is the timing. This is it. I was just fortunate to get in at the right time. Right in 2007, because the real estate boom really started around 2002, 2003. In 2007, the Staples Center, or that no, the LA Coliseum, they would shut down the whole LA Coliseum in 2007 because there was over a thousand uh, newly licensed real estate agents taking their real estate exams because everybody wanted to get in. In 2007, but what it, what didn't they realize? It's too late. Right? It's too late. People want to get in mortgages in 2007, right? And by the time they got in, crash. So right now, this is still a minority thing. Okay? But I promise you that especially in the 2020s that people will be like, oh, you're in the insurance industry? Right? But for us, we've been in it for years by that point. By the time it's like, man, that's the thing to do, it may be saturated by that point. Right? So you want to find a company that you, you know, and people say, I want to go work for a big company. I don't recommend that. And I know I sound biased saying that because we're a small company. I recommend go find a company that's small, like ours, that you can contribute to. 
where your influence will make an impact in that company and grow that company and then get out. Because right? some of you have other goals and, and, and dreams that you want to accomplish, but this is the probably the best opportunity I think you can go out there and create. So we offer that here. Our three priorities of difference. Number three is industry professionalism. We train you to become a pro in the insurance arena with our products and services through our training. So you're going to be a, we want you to be a pro. I want you to master the art of sales and marketing. And it, and it is an art. Okay? And we're not technique salespeople here. Right? We, uh, we, we take a very, very, very passionate role in understanding human nature. <clears throat> right? And the more you understand human nature, the more you understand what triggers people to make decisions and what drives their behavior. Right? And so we're gonna, you're going to know all that here through being a pro. We have a lot of great training and a lot of great experience here. Number two, entrepreneurship as a lifestyle. Build a business, not just sales, as big as your vision can see it, utilizing a proven system. So we have a system. It's already done. Okay, we just need to run it, and if you run the system, the system runs the business. And that's where, especially if you're new, you need to buy into that. Because some, the system is so easy that you're, you're, you know, I'm a firm believer that human beings do not like simplicity. The more, like, we like to create mountains out of molehills that can't be that easy. Because for us, our ego always has to feel a sense of triumph by overcoming something hard. So, you know, we make money, we make making money harder than it should be. And I struggled with that for years. So my point is, it's so easy to do that it's also easy not to do. The, like the best agents are the ones that don't question anything and just do it. You know, but some like, well, hold on, I don't know. My logical mind thinks that this would be a better way to do it. Right? And so the, the system is created for duplication. Does that make sense? So we'll go, we'll go into that, and obviously number one, this is the number one reason that you guys are all in this room, this is the number one reason why we're here, this is the number one what resonates with, as I'm getting to know each and every one of you, this is the core, this is the core message that what brings us all together here. And this is where we're really going to make the most dramatic impact. So we're using this platform to empower people with this. This is everything to me, right? Now, we can't make money just on identity unless we want to be the next Tony Robbins, right? But Tony Robbins had to start somewhere. So we're using life insurance as a platform to empower people with that. Interesting concept, I know. So our number one goal in here is to build leaders so that you may also attract more leaders and build them into leaders as well, right? And it's a weird thing to say, right? I always like to say, on the count of three, say, I am a leader. One, two, three. I am a leader. Right? How often, when's the, last, when's the last time you've said that? Right? When's the last time you've said that? Right? Uh, last night, <laughs> we did a personality test that's kind of funny. Which uh, one? It's uh, 16 personalities. Which one are you? Console. Yeah, very, yeah, interesting individual I am. <laughs> On a screen, I guess. It's <laughs> right. cool. pretty cool. So we're building leaders, right? You know, so if you never said that, it's, you know, and until you start saying that repetitiously, you may not see yourself like that. And that's something that will happen here a lot, you know, and it's, it's possible for life to lead you faster than your mentality. And it's funny because you're going to be pulled into a platform here where the people around you, right, and you just have to be aware of this because it's happened to many of the leaders even in this room, it, ha it happened to me, is you're going to be pulled up 
where people that see you, they say, like, whoa, right? But you still see yourself as where you just started with all your insecurities and your self-doubt. And so everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, you know, and Leticia, I want to be just like her. That's amazing. But you struggle with your self-talk because of your identity. You're like, oh, if they only knew this about me or how much self-doubt I really have or like how much shit. I don't really got my shit together like they think I do, right? This is where people struggle, right, because of the way we talk to ourselves. And that's really what has to change, you know, and that's a big part of this program for me what I'm very passionate about and some of the leaders in here. And this is why we're big on personal development because if we can really help people build their identity, what kind of shift will that happen? What has it done for you? It's transformed everything. Right? Yeah. yeah. What has it done for you? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Elaborate, because I've seen like nothing but, when I talk about transformation, that has definitely been you. Ah. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. I don't even recognize myself. And, but it's more exciting to know like there's still a lot more to Yeah, yeah. You know? Right? Yeah. You know, and that's, that's the blessing in this game, right? It's just that you see, you know, and I mean, I, I told, you know, Tamara this when I saw her on Saturday is she's been going through adversity, but I was like, even seeing her now, like when I met her on Saturday, I was like, you're not even the person I met three months ago. And I look back at, you know, I'm reflecting on 2018, and I've had a lot of challenges this year, right? More challenges, and, but as I look back at them, the successes that I had this year are not even in comparison as to the value I got from the negative aspects that happened to me this year. And so I, I'm really being to correlate that everything is happening for you, not to you, you know, and how true that really is. And the things that you're going through, some of your challenges that you've been through, right? Like, great stories today, by the way, right? And even you, right? It's like, I, just by what I know about you guys, I can't wait you guys to really start communicating with each other because you're going to learn so much from each other. And, you know, people have gone through some shit this year, right? You know, and some of you are still going through some stuff. But tell me, right? And what, if you're going through it right now, you may not see it because you're right now in the midst of going through it. But this too shall pass, right? So tough times don't last, but tough people do. And you realize how strong you really are, you know? And so adversity is something, this might sound sadistic, but adversity is something that you learn to kind of fall in love with and dance with. Yes. Right? It just becomes a part of the game, right? So that's identity. So we want to be, we're big on self-awareness here. And this is all from Thinking Grow Rich. What, what Napoleon Hill talked about in 1937 this is, think of all these, these are all the things that are not taught in school that we really want to focus on here. What is will? And you really have to will yourself to success. And will is something internal. And I think it's a, you either have that fire in your belly or you don't. I've realized that. Like, and, and if you don't have that fire, you know, I'm going to try to light it, but a lot of times, you know, the, instead of trying, I've realized that instead of trying to motivate people, i just rather find people who are already motivated. It's way easier. Right? It's way easier. I've stopped trying to motivate people, right? Because that is like, you know, there's a saying, it's like, I, I, I try to, it's like, I'm going to motivate these people even if it kills me. Well, I almost died, right? <laughs> and you don't want to be doing that, right? Find people who are already self-starters. They're just looking for a better opportunity, right? Intuition. What is intuition? And can it be, and, and, and can you study it within yourself more 
to create a more sense of self-awareness around it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? So what is it? What is intuition? In our voice, a feeling. Your guts. Right? Yeah, yeah. Internal voice. Yeah. yeah. Being more conscious. Yeah. So they say, like, you know, that if prayer is you talking to God, then intuition is God talking to you. You know, and who trusts their intuition very good in here? Right? Interesting. Right? And you just get a strong sense of that. And I feel that everybody has that. We just don't, we haven't given it, we don't know ourselves enough to know to let this come through. And what does this have to do with business? A lot. A lot. Right? Imagination. Right? What is, why is imagination important? Create. Yeah. Because your subconscious mind does not know if something is happening in real time or it's just happening in your mind. And what I'm starting to flirt with a lot, there's a great, uh, you were talking about a book or somebody that you heard early times. You ever heard of Neville Goddard? Mm -hmm. Right? Neville Goddard was a guy doing talks in the 30s, 40s, and 50s mm -hmm. in LA and Beverly Hills. And if you listen to some of his audios on YouTube, he was talking about this stuff. He would actually take groups on exercising in the 1940s on like, picture your life, right? And it's like, as if you already have it. And he would, he would have people close their eyes and play these mental movies of what their life could be like. He's like, and do not get out of that state until your emotions are almost believed that you're really experiencing that in real time. See? Woke. Done. Right? <laughs> so and I was good. like, I've heard this before, but I want to really get yeah. into that. I want to understand that more. And I realized, and, and he, so Napoleon Hill does a great talk about this in imagination in the subconscious mind, you know? And so how well do you know yourself and your subconscious? And that's a big part of what I want to train because I believe it's, you know, you ever found how people just manifest money? Like, how does someone do that so simple? Are they more educated? Are they more, I think some people, they know how to tap into this. They don't even know that they're really tapping into it. Program. So that's what we got to do. Memory. Why is memory important? For so many reasons. Why? <laughs> you need to remember the stuff that you have learned to be able to share right. with other people. And yeah. I mean, for so many reasons. It helps build a connection, too. Yeah. And memory. I was listening to Tony Robbins, and he was talking about memories. He said that... Um, when you're going through adversity, you can always use your memory to recall something that's really happened in your life that maybe it was traumatic when you go through it. It was like, was it worse than that? Like, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, memory serves us well, right? And it can also be a curse too, depending on what memories you bring up and relive. But it's important. Perception, why is perception important? Perception is everything. <laughs> Elaborate on that more. Well, you could be li you could be living in your mind based on a perception because of your beliefs and you could be totally trapped and limited because of it just because yeah. you believe certain things that are probably not even true and everybody has yeah. different perspective but we have a we share a common like a collective con you know perspective based on media news school what you've been taught your religion your culture etc so yeah. that's how you see the world so as the saying goes, perception is reality. Reality, right? Because we create it, you know. And you know, Joe Dispenza said, because human beings can actually make more thought real than actual experience mm -hmm. or perception of it, and that goes back to imagination, right? Because so many, so many people they imagine the worst, right? 
what if I ran out of money? <laughs> you know, she's got a great story about that. And it's, I think it's like, wow, we be careful what you think about. You know, Isaac, I was, Isaac would say things like, I want to do this, I want to do that. And I was like, and those things have come to, to pass. And I'm like, bro, be careful what you ask for, right? You're manifesting, bro. You're creating these things. And reason, right? Why is reason important? Because of something, you have to be rational, right? You know, and logic does have a really strong place in understanding, right? Being realistic and, and being able to rationalize, you know, is very, very important. So all these things I think are important. They all couple with what we want to teach your emotional intelligence, self-confidence, physical fitness, right? You know, and uh, a teammate of ours really brought that to my attention because this is the this is your sanctuary. And if you don't treat it well, it's like, you know, it's like most people spend their health just trying to get wealth, and then they get their wealth just trying to preserve their health, right? So what good is it to finally get to the finish line, like, man, I'm financially free, but I'm sick, Yeah. right? Pay for health now, so you don't pay for, exactly. you don't pay for sickness later. So the new entrepreneur is very much someone that is very health conscious, right? It's like, you know, I got to take care of this body. I got to do it. I got to treat it right. You know, you are an athlete, you know, in a sense is... And to me, it's like that really had to take form for me because I'm just being honest with you guys. Like in my 20s, I didn't work out to feel good. I worked out because I wanted chicks to dig me, <laughs> right? And so that had to ch change form. So now I'm in my 30s, I'm like, well, I don't really need a chick to dig me because I got a chick already and I love her, right? So what does this mean to me now? So now I see my kids and I'm like, damn, I got to keep up because these kids are energetic, <laughs> right? And being an entrepreneur, like you, if you don't have... If you don't know how to manage your energy as an entrepreneur, your stamina is no good. You're gonna because you'll burn out quick. And so I, I see trends with some entrepreneurs like, oh, I'm sick. I'm like, man, you I, I see a trend of you getting sick once every three months, right? You know, and uh, you know, I haven't been, I haven't had a cold in years, right? I just, you know, so for me, I really believe that if I take care of me and the way I think, you know, it's like when I start feeling symptoms of a cold, and my wife's like. You know, are you getting sick? I'm like, no. She's like, don't do that mindset stuff. Are you really getting sick or not? Because I want to know. <laughs> I'm like, nope, it's going away. I'll feel good, right? And, you know, I, I, I really believe that, right? I can talk myself into how I feel. Like, I think you know, sickness comes from a, from a mental state. And so I want to really focus on this. So I spent a lot of time on this slide because it's really important, right? So this is where I, I, why it's number one here. If you're going to be in this company, and this is where you choose, is like because this is about it for you, right? And you first got to get it for yourself, right? And we're always still growing it here, but it's more important here that why we're coming together is to share with others. Okay, let's wrap it up here. So, producer or broker. So, kind of these are some examples of how we get compensated here. So this is probably going to have more questions from this. But a producer, a producer is somebody that you just get a life insurance license and you know what, Carl, I have a part-time job. I just want to be able to do something to add supplemental income and do it on my terms when I want, how I want, whenever I want. No worries, no problem. Your life, you want to do it how you do it. So let's say you help out four clients a month. The average client is saving, say, 200 bucks per month into a retirement program that we have. Uh, we have different contract levels. This is almost a beginner contract, right? A senior associate at a 40% contract. So this is a way that if you help four people on a part-time basis, you can, on top of your full-time job, you can make another 30, 100 bucks a month. Not bad, right? 
we want to teach you to independently go do that on your terms to create that. Okay, and once you know how to do that here, you're, you're pretty much on autopilot and you feel really empowered that you have this great trade that you can go do on your own. As a broker, right, if you want to be a broker, brokers build teams, right, and that's something I decided to do. So you're at a higher contract level, um, you get promoted to that. So let's say you have four clients at 200 bucks a month, instead of making 300, now you're making 5,200 bucks, right? So there's times where, you know, that's four clients in a month. Right, you know, so I've seen Isaac do four clients by noon. Okay, so there's, there's, it's really up to you. There is no limitation here, right? So when I say you have unlimited income here, your income is always going to be tied to your belief of what's possible. Okay, and I want you guys to make an income, as much income as you need to do the things that you want to do. You get passive income from your agency, just like a real estate broker does to real estate agents. So if, if someone's at, say, at 30% contract, you're at 55, right? Let's say you have four, four part-time agents doing four life apps per month. That's $9,600 a month of passive income. Very feasible here, okay? It's very, very feasible to do that here, to build an agency. Because so many people are, are like, I want to be around a group of people that I can learn and grow, learn a better trade, learn a way that I can be more independent. So your time is valuable. So I don't pay people here like with money, I pay people here with time. Because I can get my money back, but I don't get back my time. So when I invest in people, which I already love to do anyway, why not create a more monetization out of that? Who's ever, raise your hand if you ever had to train someone to do a job? Did they ever pay you extra for that? No, or if you're gonna train people, we want you to benefit from that. Doesn't take away from them, you're not, they're not paying you. The company will pay you passive income, right, for building the agency. So, because we want to incentivize growth. So, if you're out there producing on your own, plus getting passive income, I mean, this can be very attractive, right? This is what it's doing, right? you know. And so, this is where it's at. We got some good people doing some good things here, you know. So, Isaac, Isaac is definitely going to have over ten thousand dollar a month this month, right? Not bad for a twenty-six year old when he started here at twenty-three. No background in this, you know, and he's doing some amazing things. Um, and if that guy can do it, I believe most people can do it. You know, so this is what it's about here. So, stay the course, two five ten rule. This is not some get rich quick scheme, right? So the first two years, remember, you're growing as a person and you're learning the ins and outs of this industry. You know, so many people, they want to go from, you know, the basement to the penthouse suite in, in one push of a button, and it hasn't worked that way. You know, give yourself time, give yourself permission to fail, give yourself time to learn. I mean, it took you four years to get a degree if you did it the right way. And that doesn't even promise you, guarantee you anything, right? So why, what is business, right? So we say give it, you know, if you're not willing to stay the course, especially the first 18 to 24 months, I wouldn't recommend you doing it, right? You know, if you're looking for something that's quick, give yourself 18 to 24 months to really, it's not gonna take you 18 to 24 months to make money, but it's gonna take you 18 to 24 months to be like cargo really get this I really understand this business years two to five is where you start really making consistent cash flow right in the hundred thousand dollar plus range okay and years five to ten is when you really begin building your business passively and become hundred percent financially independent can it be done sooner yeah but I'm, I'm being very much realistic with you on what it takes to build a successful enterprise is you're looking at a good five to ten years and how fast is that though it's nothing yeah. right? that'll go quickly Okay, so good things take time. Here's some resources for you. Um, once you become an associate, right, 
and you do your background check and do all that stuff, you go to dfisdream.com. We have some back office training video. We have our website, differencefinancial.com. It's got some good information. You can order the Different Success System Manual through Amazon. We have a Different Stream private Facebook group. You can go to some of our flagship companies and we'll say, what kind of companies do you guys do business with? NationalLife.com, National Western Life, Allianz, North American companies. These are some of our flagship companies. Okay, so you start really learning about, I want to learn about these companies. What, what kind of industry is this about? You know, and so these are the companies that we do business with. These are the companies that pay us. Okay, so you want to know about that. Um, get off to a fast start. Okay, so for when you're an associate, right, you have to you have to become an associate, and that's when you start doing that 99.99, right? That I broke down for you guys. And then once you do that, you get qualified for fast start school. We say do it in your first seven days. So top 25 list, three years of activity. Um, become a client. You got to practice what you're going to be preaching. So part of you helping other people financially is also helping yourself, right? And so, I mean, if you're like me, I, I didn't start off here as an entrepreneur. I started off first as a client. And through the client process, I was like, this is really valuable. So, it doesn't matter where your finances look. I don't care how ugly it may look, right? I'm telling you, we can help you, okay? You got to start somewhere. You have to start saving something, right? Throw something for that old man and woman in, in you right now, right? You got to take care of you. Nobody's going to want for you more than you want for you. So, we want to make sure that we're going to take care of you. Uh, we have scripts that you master in terms of how to make calls here. Life license the first 30 days. It's easy to get a license. Don't procrastinate. Get paid faster. And we want you to. We want to get you out in the field. So I like what you said today. Is like I want to shadow. I want to go out in the field. That's a big part of what we're doing, right? And teaching you how to lead generate. Because the biggest question for entrepreneurs is how do you get clients? And the fact is, what I love about this is who can be your client here? Anybody, anybody can save money with us, right? Whether someone could save 50 bucks a month or they could save 500,000 bucks, right? You can help them all and everything in between, right? So there's no limitation to that, okay? We have a champion's path. We call it 3330. So if you begin building your agency and, you know, say you want to go out there and get, you start building a, you want to start building your future office, get business partners, get clients in your first 30 days, we want to get you promoted quickly. So we want to get you off to a fast start here. And so if you're like me, and this is really what in the new era of, of associates that I'm training, and for me as, as a leader in this company, I'm really going to be going very methodical with the system with the next batch of associates that I'm training, right? And I'm gonna, my goal is to get people proficient in 90 days. And I'm going to do everything systematically. Right? Everything is system, 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 system. Because if you run the system, the system will run your business. And I wanna, you know, what I think took Isaac, right? You know, so when I was starting really this, this system and, and working with Isaac, right? It took him a few years. I feel like, okay, someone that is, is competent, that's hungry, we can get to that level where Isaac's at within a year. Okay, because we now have more processes, we have more leaders, more resources in place. So, questions on this? Get value from this. What'd you get from it? Like, just like the last time, uh, identity and value. You know, really starting to figure that out, and uh, really getting into the the nitty gritty of self. And, you know, learning from not just myself but everyone else too as well. That teamwork plays a big, huge role. Yes. And it's exciting. It's, you know, it doesn't. It's not scary. It's just exciting. Everything about it. Um, and then hearing everybody else's perception 
Oh, man, love it. It's great. And like you said, I kind of feel the same way. Like everybody in here, you just feel that aura of like energy that everybody wants to promote some sort of knowledge that they have to bring to the table. Yes. That's awesome. Very I love it. Well said. Thank you. Right. Tomorrow, what'd you get? Uh, identity also, like that's a big, that was like a big interesting thing. And I can just say my intuition is speaking to me. Like this is a good place. I have a good feeling about it. I feel like like my everything unfolded like I'm here for a reason and I think with this year um, I can like achieve something bigger you know and not only help myself but help others and it's like all those words and beliefs that I've gained throughout the last few months I like I see so much in there I don't know how to explain it but I think it's exciting to get more into the collaborative system, you know, to help each other out and to support each other and um, really learn about what the 1% has always known, you know what I mean, and get, get that information, help ourselves, like she says, and help other people. So that's really exciting. Yeah, I love it, right? Sarah, you've seen this before. What did you get from her? Um, honestly, I've been thinking about what I'm going to be talking about <laughs> most of the time, <laughs> but I love it. Uh, I'm here, intuition also, like, and collaboration, the whole thing is, I love it. Like, the whole, the 1% thing, I want more people to know about it. It just makes sense that other people need to know, other people need to hear about it, and it's such a, it's such a worthwhile thing to do. Thank you, Jen. Um, the perception, um, just thinking about that, just reiterating some of the things that I, I, I feel and believe and perception and then um, also with your imagination and it's like you're only, you're going to go as kind of far as you think. Like the, the only thing that's holding you back is your, your thought process or your thoughts of um, where to take it because you can just if you let, let it go and put your your energy into it then you're going to go somewhere you're going to help a lot of people you become more aware than for the time you've been here it's, yes it's awesome so that's what this is about right anybody else want to share right okay so what i'm going to do is so while you set up take a quick one minute break right some <coughs> water come back is we're going to get another trainer up here <coughs> I wanted to share right. something with you guys. Share. share some, yeah. We were talking about, that's what I thought about, but when you said, <laughs> oh, Isaac says things, and then they've already come to pass, right? It's kind of morbid, my little story, but I'll share it with you. <laughs> so, just, you know, now that I'm getting older, and then my sisters, we're all around the same age, so we just talk about different things, and you know, you gotta work out, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, and you're like, oh, would you ever get plastic surgery? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, one day, you know, if I did anything, maybe I'd get my boobs done, right? <laughs> I get boobs, I would do that. I think that's probably the only thing that I do, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're talking about putting things out there. And then, like I said, like the last, last Monday when I was here, a couple years ago, I got diagnosed with breast cancer. 
<laughs> so I had to go through that whole stage of mastectomy, blah, 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 reconstruction, and I got my womb job. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I just had to get cancer again. <laughs> so I, told, I was telling my, my family, I was like, gosh, I should have been a little more specific. <laughs> I want a boob job, but I don't want to have to get cancer again. <laughs> That's such a good job. I love those type of yeah. jokes. <laughs> well said. Just a little thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be more positive, like Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny. Yeah, that's how it works, right? You're gonna be like, oh my god, I should have just rephrased it better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the, the funny thing is, you never know when it's gonna happen. Like yeah. if you say something, it could, it could be someone, it could be three years, it could be five years. But it could be when I gave it to this game, I used to be like, God, please, wisdom. I need wisdom to be able to guide people through all of this. And then I used to give me so much issues. I, I, would, I should have said, God, give me wisdom through books or through dreams or not through problems, right? <laughs> but I didn't specify. <laughs> Actual challenges. Well, mm -hmm. lesson learned. Good lessons, right? Yeah. I, I think a lesson. And that's the truth. I mean, that's to say, if you want, uh, if if you want more success, you need bigger problems. You know? <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Well, I wanna, you know. Are you feeling, are you nervous? Uh, no, I feel good. Good. This conversation yeah. is perfect, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I'm. When I first met, uh, you know, Sarah, she kind of came as a flu because her husband or her fiance, should I say, I served with him in the military, and he was—he's an internet marketer. And he's done really well for himself in that. And um, she came to—I don't know how we started talking, like how she came to the mix, but this was a few months back. And and when we met, we just had a really interesting connection. And you know, someone that started kind of really quiet, but she she never missed one thing about her. She never misses a train. Yeah ever and she is really giving of herself you know she, she I think she she epitomizes to me you know team before self you know and she's willing to give her time and read and she has so much experience you know world traveler she has a really great story and um, I just really value her as a human being and I know that when when she speaks, like I've had a chance to see other aspects of her as I've got to know her the last few months, and I'm like, oh my God, she has it, you know. And this is so this is a new way of expression for her through finances and things like that. But she just has a tremendous gift, of, you know. Just she finds ways to make better, and she sees the golden people, you know. And it's something that I really value about her. And you know, the more I get to know her, the more I just love her to pieces. And I'm just really grateful that you're here, and you know this is our first time training tonight. So let's give a round of applause to our associate Sarah Bryan. Well, this is a great experience for me because I have wanted to do speaking. Honestly, I haven't really wanted to. I've just felt like I should, and so this is kind of giving me a platform to do something that I felt like I should do for a while. So I'm very, very grateful to be here. I'm very grateful for every single one of you to be getting out and being around other people and bringing your unique individual experiences to the table literally changes all of our brains. Like the more experiences that we hear from other people, the more we learn about the collective and it's 
it's just awesome for every single one of you to be here. So thank you for coming out tonight. Yeah, this is great. So mindset. When I told my dad yesterday uh, that I was going to be speaking about mindset today, he goes, oh, you know what? The first thing that I thought of when you said that, and I was thinking, don't tell me, Dad, because I don't want to add what you're thinking into this mix. But he goes, don't let your mind be set. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's so powerful because if you mm -hmm. if you stop if you're like this is how it is you have no room to grow but if you always keep an open mind then you're open to so many possibilities and there are so many possibilities out there so I went kind of far down the rabbit hole with this one so Hopefully not too far, but maybe we went a little bit. you with the right group today. Yeah, exactly, actually. Right. And there were so many, I almost talked myself out of this presentation so many times, but I had little things that kept happening that I was like, okay, no, this is okay. This is okay. It's not too far. These people, they can handle it. <laughs> so um, I had a lot of ideas go through my mind about what I want to talk about the instant you were like, okay, you're going to be training next week. I was like, oh, and I had a bunch of stuff go through my head, but the very first one was the power of your intention. It's so powerful. But to get to the power of intention, first we're going to go through a journey into consciousness to understand how your intention really becomes real. Like, I like this. Yeah, so. <laughs> So I want to start with a seven minute video and this video sums up exactly how I feel about life. The video is pretty old. I found it in 2010 and I was just, I mean, mind blown. So it was a little bit longer. I edited some of it out. The music might be a little bit loud and annoying, but I personally found every single moment of this super profound and enlightening. So sit back. Relax, take a deep breath, eat some popcorn, and open your mind. Tonight's talk is consciousness, creativity, and the brain. And um, if you have a golf ball-sized consciousness, when you read a book, you'll have a golf ball-sized understanding. When you look out, a golf ball-sized awareness. And when you wake up in the morning, a golf ball-sized wakefulness. But if you could expand that consciousness, then you read the book, more understanding. You look out, more awareness. And when you wake up, more wakefulness. It's consciousness. And there's an ocean of pure, vibrant consciousness inside each one of us. And it's right at the source and base of mind, right at the source of thought, and it's also at the source of all matter. There is no matter as such. All matter originates and exists only by virtue of a force which brings the particle of an atom to vibration and holds this most minute solar system of the atom together. We must assume behind this force the existence of a conscious an intelligent mind. This mind is the matrix of all matter. Matter seems like a good place to begin. The solidity of the world seems totally indisputable. As a fixed thing that you can see and touch, your body is also reassuringly solid. But beginning with Einstein, 
Modern physics has assured us that this solidity is a mirage. All of physical matter, everything we have around us, is the result of a frequency. And what that also means is that if you amplify the frequency, the structure of the matter will change. It's as if reality is so connected that no, when you look at one small part, you can see things about other parts, that the entire whole is contained in the part. And in a sense, you can't divide reality up because we're cutting up a hologram. We can't find where one particle is because it's always a reflection of all particles. In a hologram, the whole pattern is whole and complete unto itself. And if you were to take any little portion of this whole out and examine it closely, you will see the entire pattern repeating itself again and again and again. Anywhere in this pattern, if we were to change one little aspect on any one of these little holograms, that change would be reflected throughout the entire system. Quantum physics has revealed what ancient masters knew. Matter does not exist. The substance of the universe is consciousness. Belief that the substance of the universe is matter leads to what I call a fear-greed dichotomy. As people in their quiet desperation attempt to accumulate as many material possessions and riches as possible. In fact, the substance of the universe is consciousness. Therefore, it is behavior that is important. Fear is a very slow, dense vibrational state. And the more you embody fear, and the whole of this manipulated society is globally, is structured to make us fear, to make us have stress, to make us worry about tomorrow, and have guilt about yesterday, and forget about now. It brings us into a, a slow, vibrating, dense state. We should be very careful about what we believe about the future. The more you attach to a belief system, if reality is holographic, you're helping create it by believing it. And you know the great clairvoyant Edgar Cayce said that reality is built out of thought, and our every thought starts to build reality. We're like spider spinning web, and that web starts to build and build. Information is the key. Because this matrix, this illusory reality that we think is real, people say to me, what is the matrix? Answer, it's information. Information creates fractals. As information flow increases, the number of fractals, mathematically speaking, increase. This was demonstrated by a mathematician named Theodore Gordon. Fractals are unpredictable functions, so things are becoming more and more unpredictable. At the subatomic level, reality behaves in accordance with the expectation of the observer or the measurer, the scientist. Why is that remarkable? Because everything in the universe is composed of those subatomic particles. These atoms are particles that are whirling at lightning speeds around huge empty spaces. And the particles aren't material objects. They are fluctuations of energy and information in a huge void of energy and information. What the science now is showing is that when you can change the field that the atom is in, you change the atom. And we're made of those atoms. So when we have feelings in our hearts, we're changing the field uh, that connects the stuff everything is made of, and we literally are altering our physical reality. You know, people look through their eyes and they think, this is the world. But it isn't. 
It's a tiny, tiny frequency range within an infinite energy field of infinite frequency ranges. And basically, it's like a holographic television channel. It is the act of consciousness that actually creates the building block that the universe is made of. I can't imagine a universe that exists without us because it's the act of us observing the world around us that is creating, allowing us to create as we go in a participatory universe. We may never find the edge of our universe as we're looking to define what, what this universe looks like. We may never find the smallest particle uh, in, in the quantum world to see what this stuff is that we're made out of. And the reason is because everywhere we look, everywhere that consciousness explores with the expectation that something will be there, that exploration, that act of looking, observation, is the act that creates something for us to see. That we are actually building this universe as we go. Consciousness is the programming language of the universe. We are consciousness conductors, that's what we do, that's who we are. Mm. Consciousness comes through us, it emanates from us. We are the creators, uh, we are the ones who are targeted on this planet because we are the ones who transmit the reality just like everybody else does. If you switch your brain off and you are sucked into the, the mainstream media illusion, we must understand that we are being used because we create reality. So if we are manipulated, in a certain way and if we are modulated in a certain way then our creation becomes not ours but somebody else's and what happens if we all do it? everyone in this room decides to take control of reality i'm talking about reality i'm talking about quantum physics i'm talking about taking control of things from the quantum level up from the molecular level up and it works one of the things we're actually dealing with is some as i say some kind of operating system that can be hacked using I want to bring up some bullet points from the video and then share a couple stories and then I would like us all to do an experiment. Don't worry, it's going to be something you do on your own time. It's not going to be anything crazy, um, but it goes along with the story. So the first bullet point was from the second clip. It was Wayne Dyer talking about a man named Max Planck who won the Nobel Prize for his work on the atom. And he and Einstein were both considered to be two of the most brilliant minds in science. They were the type of people that needed real hardcore data, not like woo-woo people like me. They'd be like, oh yeah, use your mind for it, and whatever. No, they needed stuff that was really measurable. And as Max received the Nobel Prize, these were his words. As a man who has devoted his whole life to the most clear-headed science, to the study of matter, I can tell you the result of my research about atoms this much. There is no matter as such. All matter originates and exists only by virtue of a force which brings a particle of an atom to vibration and holds this most minute solar system of the atom together. We must assume behind this force the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind. This mind is the matrix of all matter. All of it. There is an intelligent force behind everything, and as we look for it, we're literally creating it. Everything in the physical world is made out of atoms. Atoms are made out of energy, and energy is made out of consciousness. It's about it's made out of what we're thinking about. 
Matter is not solid. All of physical matter, everything that's around us, is the result of a frequency. And if you amplify the frequency, the structure of the matter changes. Even in the Bible it says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That blew my mind. Like, I'm not necessarily into religion, but when I stepped back and I heard that again, I was like... I mean, my mind was blown. Do you guys know who this man is? Masaru yes. Emoto? He's the one that deal with the water? He's the yeah. water guy, yeah. right? <laughs> no, so, we don't know what he... Oh, that's the Okay, you'll, you'll see a, a little bit of it. So, he's a Japanese researcher who photographs water crystals. And he's really responsible for people not really looking at water as just water anymore. Uh, during his work, he figured out that water is closely connected to an individual or group consciousness and is extremely sensitive to vibration and information such as words or music. So words have been found to affect water crystals. Japanese researcher and healer Dr. Emoto conducted experiments on water molecules. These experiments showed that human thoughts and intention can physically alter the molecular structure of water. Specifically, the water crystals were altered simply through conscious intention. Words have a vibration that will actually alter the structure of water crystals. He found that uplifting positive and encouraging words created beautiful and balanced symmetrical crystals. So, when Carlo talks about using words to speak life into people, it's quite literal. It really it is quite literal. So this is another experiment <coughs> by Moto. It was a 30-day water rice experiment where for 30 days every day they went in and talked to the rice and said thank you or said you're an idiot or ignored it. You know, my sister, I remember the first time she just drove me crazy and I was like, just trying to get her to, you know, leave me alone and finally I was like, I'm just going to ignore her. I was like, I can't handle it, I'm just going to ignore her. And it, it was more painful to her for me to ignore her than for me to get angry at her. And when I saw this, I was like, it just put that childhood memory into perspective, like, wow, it was just a really weird, sorry if I'm in the way, it was, it was just a really weird thing for me. So these are pictures also that were taken. Can, can you go back? I yeah. was just reading the... Oh, yeah. What happened with the rice then? Where is this the So they put these, it's, it's three different jars of rice, mm -hmm. and they put them in a room, and they went and talked to them mm -hmm. for 30 days, and this one they ignored. So that one they said thank you to, that one they said you're an idiot. So this one's still white, that one's turned mm -hmm. black, and that one's turned moldy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know, I was like, what? So... Then? And it's all yeah. based on the fact that they're in water. The water is what's receiving the message. Yes. Yes. So okay. So this is also from him. This is this is different water with some some of these bottles of water. He just labeled, you know, thank you or gratitude or love or or whatever. Some of them were bad. Some of them, you know, I hate you, and it turned out like that. Uh, I love you turned out like that. This is. This is the same polluted water. And this, this, is from, this is from a bottle of water and then 500 people sending it positive vibrations and then that's what it turned into later. Yeah. That's fascinating. Isn't it? <laughs> um, I, I just, I love this. I, I think it's so beautiful. So clearly, 
words and intention or lack thereof have power. So if matter doesn't exist, an intention, vibration, prayer, words, feelings, and thoughts are the most powerful force in the world. That brings us to the second point of the video. Is life really like a hologram? Is it in an intangible illusion? Hmm. It's an interesting thought. And if it really is, if none of this is real, if it is an intangible illusion, if the whole image is in the part, if it's all, do you guys understand what a hologram is? Yeah. Very complicated. But it's like in every piece of the hologram is the whole. So if that's true, what that means to me is that when we change ourselves, we change the whole. So when you become better, you're literally making all of reality better. Every choice you make, no matter how big or small, is going to affect the entire world. No pressure. So for example, just smiling at someone, that can literally change their entire physiology and you don't know what that's going to do to affect the rest of their day which could change the rest of their life and everybody's life they come in contact with thereafter. So I used to think, who am I to do anything about anything? And now I've realized you are everything. We all are everything. We're all a part of the whole and everything we do changes the whole. Consciousness is the programming language of the universe. We are consciousness conductors. Infinite consciousness comes through us. And if we switch our brain off, if we let the program, the repetitive program take over and just become a cog in the system living, doing the nine to five robot thing, you know, no one is going to, no one's going to have better intentions for you than you are. And this is one of the most serious and important reasons I see to become an entrepreneur because you don't want someone else to take over your mind because it's they're not going to have your best intention at heart. So part two, what is intention? <coughs> According to Joe Dispenza, intention is getting clear on what you want. You don't have to know how you're going to get what you want. You just have to know what mm. you want. The, and the more clear you get about it, the more specific you'll be. Exactly the stories you guys were just talking about. The breast cancer story. Oh, maybe I'll get a boob job. Isaac, oh, I want to be wise. You've got to be specific with this stuff because if you're not, you never know what's going to happen. So it's got to have specific reasons. I've got tragic stories, too, about being, about being broad. Here's an example of being broad from me. <laughs> I really, so many things that led up to this presentation, I was just like, yeah, no, I'm supposed to share this. So I went to Las Vegas a while ago. I love to gamble. I've loved to play cards since I was like 16. I used to play poker with friends of mine and I always did so good and I thought I was so great at it. And then I moved to a different state and then I re and started to play with new people and I was like, oh, I just, I could read my friends really well, I'm not as good as I thought. Anyway, I went to Las Vegas once and I went with the sole intention to to gamble, just to just to gamble. And 
specifically to have other people buy me in. I was going to just get dolled up and walk through casinos and wait for people to ask me to play because I had seen it happen before. I'd been to Vegas quite a few times and I realized after I got there, why am I here? I don't want to do this at all. And so I started to say, the universe gives me money. The universe gives me money. The universe gives me money just over and over. And I think it was on maybe my second day. I had $400 in 20s in my purse and I wanted to get them changed for hundreds. So I'm walking to the cashier's cage and I'm in a beautiful hotel. It's uh, the Cosmopolitan, have any of you guys been yeah, there? Yeah. Yeah. I love that place. It's so beautiful. It's so, it's just, I love it. So I'm walking to the cashier's cage. I see the cashier. We make eye contact. As I'm walking, there's nobody else around. As I'm walking towards this guy, he reaches down in his drawer and he pulls out $300 bills and sets them down on the counter. I'm not thinking about it at all. I have no idea what he's doing. Doesn't even cross my mind. I get up there and I go to count my money and I already knew how much it was. And I hand it to him. I said, I'm just going to let you count that. I said, it's $400, um, but I'm just going to let you count it. So he counts it, puts it in the drawer, takes out $400 and sets it behind the $300. So he had put the $300 closer to me. I swear this really happened. And then he had the $400 closer to him. And I looked down at the money and I look at him, and I looked down at the money and I look at him, and I looked down at the money and I look at him, and I said, what is this, a bonus? <laughs> like I wasn't trying to you know, do anything bad. I said, what is this, a bonus? He didn't say anything. And then I started to think what I had been saying, and I'm like, is that possible? And so I decided to stall to see if he picks up his money, right? So I go in my bag, and I pull out two tens, and I hand him two tens. I'm like, can I get a 20 for that? And he, sure, sets it down. Again, I would still need to reach over the random $300 this guy laid out. And I'm like, <laughs> pick it up, pick up the pick up the 400, pick up the 300, pick up the 20, and I'm like, thank you, <laughs> you know, I turn around and I start walking away and I'm like, what just happened? And I'm like, I'm going to go play craps. <laughs> I had told myself, <laughs> I told myself I wasn't going to gamble with my money, but I was like, you know what, whatever. I was like, I'm going to do it. So I get to a craps table and I put down 300 and I played for maybe an hour, and I looked down at my chips, and I have exactly the same thing I started with, and I was like, I'm done. So I, I go to pick up my chips, and I turn around to walk away. I get maybe to that wall, and I get a tap on the shoulder. And I turn around, and I'm like, yes. This person goes, when you walked away, the table got cold. I didn't even recognize this person, and I was like, I'm sorry. You know, I don't know what to say about that, and he goes, how about I'll give you $300 to come back and play again? I was like, I don't think I can say no to that. So I turned <laughs> and I went back to the crafts table. And as we're walking there, this guy goes, you know what, really, if you just want, I swear, he goes, if you just want to take the money and walk, that's fine. And I was like, no, I was like, I want to play. I was like, I want to play. So I go over there, super <coughs> cool. We talked, it was fun. I won another $300. And I'm, you know, played for, I don't know, maybe an hour. And then I was like, okay, you know, I'm done. So I go to leave and I'm walking away and I'm looking down at this $900 in my hand. It just appeared out of nowhere. 
it was. I took a picture. Oh, I should have put. I should have put it in here. I just yeah. took a picture of me with this m random money. Like how? How did this get here? And I didn't put a. I didn't put a number on it. I just said the universe gives me money. And honestly, if it had only been like a couple hundred dollars, I really wouldn't have even thought of it. But that was significant enough for me to be like, holy shit, this is what I've been <laughs> thinking about. So. How so, much time passed between your manifestation and your visit to I, Las Vegas? I so I was well, I was in Las Vegas. So oh, I, I got okay. to Las Vegas and I was like, why am I here? I was like, I don't want to be doing this. Okay. And then I started to say that over and over, and it was probably two days. Two days went by, and I was saying that randomly. I said <laughs> it maybe, you know, I don't know, a few times. I'm not sure how many times I said it, but I really thought it. I was like, how? You know, how's it gonna? Like I'm in Vegas. There's money everywhere. Like it'll happen somehow. So, anyway, so that happened. So another story, and then we'll go into the experiment. Was. When I lived in Florida, I stopped by a friend's house and we got caught up in a conversation and we started talking about a book called Prometheus Rising. It was very, have any of you heard of that book? No. Mm -hmm. Super, super interesting. And at the end of the book, at the end of every chapter of the book, they have an exercise for you to do. And he says that the reader absolutely will not understand the book unless they do the, the exercises given at the end of every chapter. You cannot understand it unless you do the exercise. It's exactly like you being like, you can read about how to do a backstroke, but until you get in the pool and do it, you're not really going to understand it. So chapter one is the thinker and the prover. And the first quote is from Buddha. And it is, all that we are is the result of what we have thought. It is founded on a thought. It is based on a thought. Experiment one. So I'm at my friend Chris's house, and we decide to read this book. And he's walking around. He's pacing the room, right? It's not a big room. It's, you know, decent-sized room. He's pacing the room, reading the first page of this. So we get to the end of the chapter. I'm sitting down, and we get to the end of the, the first chapter, and the first experiment is... Imagine that the universe is going to give you a quarter. It's mystically going to appear. The universe is going to give you a quarter. It's not like, like it's just going to, it's, it's going to give you a quarter. So Chris and I both are scanning the floor for quarters, right? <laughs> like we're both looking like, okay, where's the magic quarter, right? So then he goes, so then he goes into the second part of the experiment is imagine so on a separate occasion, after you found the mystical quarter, imagine there are just quarters lost everywhere. There's just quarters everywhere. So of course you're going to find a quarter because there's quarters lost everywhere, right? It's your mind just finding or attracting or creating or who knows how this stuff works, but it's, it's going to happen one way or another. So what? No, it's just the same as if you buy a car and you say, I'm buying this because I like it and it's different. And then that same day you go out and you see your exact right. car everywhere. Exactly. Your mind is saying, exactly. You're, I see this now. Exactly. And boom. Yeah. So, so he goes into the second part and you know, there's quarters everywhere. And he's getting to the end of the chapter and he stops. And he looks at me and he looks down and he picks up his foot and he goes, did you do that? And I said, do what? And I swear to God, this man had a quarter under his foot. I'm not joking. And he said it was cold. 
He said it was not room temperature. He said it was cold, as if it had appeared. All right, I would not make this up, okay? So I'm, I'm like super confused, like did he do that? But I was watching him, right? So, so, so that happened. So two days go by, it might have been the next day, he was going to the airport and he sends me a picture. He sits down in an airport chair and he sends me a picture. The chair he sat down in next to him was a pocket full of change someone's lost change with a quarter in it okay so I'm like okay you know <laughs> I'm like wow that was really fast I hadn't been imagining a quarter so we started this exercise I didn't tell him this I didn't imagine a quarter I started imagining a $50 bill Hundreds are pretty <laughs> common, <laughs> right? <laughs> She's like, forget about that. Yeah, what? Why would I? If I'm going to manifest something, why would it be a quarter? So I thought hundreds are pretty common, 20s are pretty common, 50s are not that common. So I thought, I'm going to find a 50 or I'm going to manifest one, create it, it's going to be lost. I didn't care. And I wasn't imagining two different ways. I was just imagining finding, getting a $50 bill and giving it away. So thinking about how reality works, the images in your mind, that's how you attract it because your mind doesn't know the difference between what's imagined and what's real. So I saw that part in my head. I saw me giving away a 50. I didn't know how I was going to find it, but I saw me giving away a 50. And I knew I didn't want it to be something I worked for. I wanted it to be free money for me because I didn't want to just... You know what I mean? So I was like, <laughs> I know what you I'm going to experiment here. Let's, you know, make this work at least for free for me. So after Chris had gone to the, the thing, it was maybe about a week later, I texted my, my friend Serena and I said, we're going to go to the casino. And Serena was super broke. I knew she was really in a really bad spot in her mind. <laughs> she really was. And she was like, I can't. And I said, Stop it. I go, we're going to go gamble. It's going to be fun. Don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of it. I was like, we're just going to go have a good time. She was like, are you sure? And I said, I'm positive. So we get to the casino and we go into the, uh, we go into the big pro poker room and I put $100 down for, for each of us. For, no, for, I'm sorry, for both of us. So it was 50 for her, 50 for me. I'm totally not thinking about this experiment. We sit down at a table and I go out like that. Like I had, we had been playing for a while. When I bet, I'll bet big. If I think I got it, I'm just going to go all in. Like I'll bet big. And I gave myself away. I laughed. This guy was just so serious and I couldn't take it anymore. So I just laughed and he was like, okay, call. And so I went out. I told Serena, I said, don't worry about it. I said, stay, take your time. I said, I have my phone. I've got, you know, I keep myself entertained for hours. And uh, so I go over and maybe 20 minutes later, maybe less, she, she gets up and she comes over to me and she hands me all her chips. And I just told her I was going to buy her in. I didn't say she owed me anything. I didn't say she was going to have to give me the chips back. But she walked up to me and just handed me all the chips. So I take them over to the cashier's cage. I didn't count them. I had no idea it was in there. And I set it down and this lady, and they always, consistently, have always just given me the biggest bill back. It's not been like... Do you want 20s? Do you want a couple fives? It's always just been the biggest bill they could think they, they had. This lady hands me two fifties, and I'm like, oh, okay, I won't lose my money. And as I'm going to hand Serena 
$50, I was like, holy shit, that's <laughs> the $50 that manifested out of nowhere. I didn't pay for it. It was free money for me, and she just made $50. I was, I texted Chris immediately, I was like, you will never believe what just happened. So, so that's, that was mind blowing to me and the experiment that I think that we should do, and you could do one that's different, but I think it would be interesting to do it this way is to imagine someone coming to you, even if no one knows you do life insurance, Imagine someone coming to you and being like, I need to take care of my future. Like, they might not even be talking to you in a way that they're expecting you to be able to help them. But just someone coming to you and being like, I need a life insurance policy, I need help with my finances, I need help with my savings, anything. Just start imagining, because you can't understand it until you do the experiment yourself, but you really have to see it. You really have to believe it. And one of the one of the things I've noticed, especially with with entrepreneurs that are good people, is some of them, I think a lot of them have a hard time with receiving money. And I think in this business in particular, it is a lot easier if you don't necessarily imagine yourself receiving money but you can imagine yourself helping people. And in this business, helping people results in money. So, just a thought. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so, so that's it. So I think that you should imagine that. And the last thing that I wanna close with is one more thing for you to think about and to prove to yourself. And that is that you are a very wealthy entrepreneur. Not necessarily using the word successful, because successful, you could be happy and be successful being happy, mm -hmm. but imagine yourself being a very wealthy entrepreneur, because the more wealthy you are, truly the more miracles you can make happen. So, that's it. <laughs> well, that went better than I thought it was going to happen. <laughs> Where were you day one with this training? Right? I'm starting the business, yeah. right? I want to be here right now. It was very good. That was. That was awesome. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for letting me do you, that. You have to because now I know what you're. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was really on many many levels. It's really. I don't know what you went up to to do, bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was it was really good. Wow. What'd you guys get from that? <laughs> I'm still in the video. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm still in one minute of the video. I'm like, wait, wait, what is this? No, I I enjoyed it so much. You're a phenomenal speaker. You Very well. yeah. uh, read the room really well, went with our vibes, and um, you have a way of just simplifying something complex that can truly change someone's life. Thank you. So thank you for that. I really, yeah. really enjoyed that training, and it took a lot. And um, it's so funny. It's, it's that's been the kind of these days. It's been like okay, be careful what you think and what you say. God, yeah, for real. Yes. Yeah. For real. You're building reality. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Tomorrow, what'd you get? Um, I really enjoyed it. It's like that's like the the content I've been studying for the last few months too, and talking to my super spiritual roomie and friend, <laughs> and he's all into that. So I already learned like a lot from him. Awesome. And I've been opening up to that too, and I'm all about think it, see it, believe it, and it comes true. You know, you create your reality with that. And I, li I really liked your passion. You, yes. you talked about that, you know, it's like your eyes were like <laughs> sparkling and you were like totally into that. I really liked it. And um, yeah, I've, I've already, I, I had my own experiences too, like those little synchronicities, oh you know, God. that happen with, you make them happen. You make them, them happen actually. That's interesting. It's yeah. really fascinating. I want to hear all about them. Yeah. I'll have to tell you about them well said, well said, well said. Thank you, thank you. Sandra. Oh, yeah. First of all, I don't know why I took physics if it's not true at all. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why were they teaching this at school? Right? They talk about that. Like, I was listening to you about that today. It's because it's expensive. It's too expensive to change textbooks, and it, it changes it. it What's the word? It makes everything these people have taught in the past void, doesn't it? It's not real anymore. Well, it will make a big difference. That's the first thing I'm like, oh my god. And then the second, I just have to be very careful with my thoughts. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had so many experiences from that. Like, you, you need to be careful how you want things to happen to you. Yeah. And think about the consequences of what you wish to happen to you. But it was really, really good. Yeah. I'm gonna start, yeah, doing a couple experiments that yeah. way. Yes, a thousand dollar bills. Those are not coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, Brett. Oh man, I, I broke it down and into my again with Adam's reality field of perception, like changing your frequency. That's what I got from that. Was if you change your frequency, your reality is your observation and self-made perception, like you can control your reality by changing your frequency, your attitude, your motive, how you get motivated, your inspiration, things like that. So it was like, I took that into like having my own synchronicity, but also my own cosmic consciousness, like, whoa, you know? <laughs> and that was what was really cool. Control your reality, perception and thought, illusions made by others, perception or made up reality. So like illusions, how does that affect us? How does it affect this right here, right now? Yeah, so it was like, yeah, I went, all kinds of ways, galaxies, here and there, you know, you name it. It's pretty cool. I loved it. So, um, again, it's gonna, it, it's another way to, to view it, changing your frequency and finding your own identity to make it your reality. Mm -hmm. Tia. Yeah, right. <laughs> well said, well said, wow, man. Damn. It's probably the deepest training I think we've had in a while, right? Yeah. Wow. That the Wow, this is, um, this is my subject. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you yeah. Oh wow. I mean, this is um, I can talk hours on this stuff, and I've been studying and like on a daily basis for the last few years, and it's just become my passion. And I think that part of it is knowing who we are. Yeah. Knowing mm -hmm. who we are, knowing who you are, and all of that old paradigm of the conventional mm -hmm. science and what they teach in schools. Now we have the proof that it's mm -hmm. it's outdated or it's not real or true or whatever. But I think that 
you know, if we go into a little bit of a conspiracy theory, you know, um, there's a way to change the, the books. And now even mm -hmm. we have all this online mm -hmm. e-books and all this stuff, they can change it like that. Mm -hmm. It's just the perception that they're still continuing to, to mm -hmm. hold on to, you know, because we're, we're easily manipulated in that way and we're easily controlled. Because when we become entrepreneurs, when we become thinkers, when we reclaim our brain, then, well, wait a minute, you know, that wasn't the plan. So now we're getting to that point of going beyond, you know, the limitations that we created based on the perceptions we've been given from whoever, whatever. Um. So, I mean, it was it was a beautiful presentation, and you were you just you're glowing up there. So I think yeah. when you talk about something you're passionate about, you could totally it just starts to flow. Everything starts yeah. to flow, and it's kind of like you're being a channel from higher energies mm -hmm. that come through you, so you can communicate this information. And a lot of the people that were in the video, I've rec I recognize. Yeah, I, I totally study a lot of those uh, people, and I had the honor of meeting Dr. In Mexico, and he gave a, a talk in a very small gathering that I ended up in oh serendipitously. Oh, but there is no coincidence, only synchronicities. So that his work, uh, it, it also came out in What the Bleep Do You Know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the documentary. If you so want to watch good. that, explain yeah, it more. It's a great documentary. Mm -hmm. I saw that in the theaters when it came out. A while back. Oh, that's a while back. Yeah. What's the name of it? Wow. What the, the that's, that's when I first learned about Jesse. It's on. You, okay. you can YouTube it too. What the bleep do we know? It's it's on YouTube. The whole it's quantum physics it. for sure. You know. Yeah. But it's 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 really good. And we are a reflection of nature. You know, we're made up mostly of water. Mm -hmm. So what what our thoughts, what we tell ourselves, we're creating the vibration in ourselves because based on our water, we create that vibration. So if you're self negative talking to yourself, mm -hmm. like if you're like you said last a few days ago, and you said, would you would you consider that your friend if you were to take yeah. your self negative <laughs> talk and look at it as a friend? So we are creating, you know, your health and based on what you're thinking, what you're telling yourself. So water is our environment. It's like that's the biggest thing that, that I meant to say that. I'm glad you It's our environment. Yeah. It's like this is our environment but in our bodies it's our water. Mm -hmm. so, We're so much um, water. We're so exactly. much water. And so it's important now I think that all of this information is, is out there and it's only growing and mm -hmm. I think it's great because then people can take their life back, their power back, you know, be empowered by this because we have our internal technology. You know, our heart-brain connection is state of being. We could create, like you say, we literally create every second of our day based on what we're thinking and what we're feeling. So it's important to really be mindful and to be present with your thoughts in order to see what you're creating. So I loved it. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I'm so awesome. glad you thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. <clears throat> <laughs> no, no pressure. I'm, I'm not, not going to be as deep as well. <laughs> but I, I feel like, because um, I haven't really, you know, educated myself with these concepts mm. or this, these thoughts. But I feel like they've kind of been with me, where people have been throwing them at me like all my life. Um, so like. Um, one of the things I wrote down was smile when you're talking about mm -hmm. smiling at people. And I remember when I was like fresh out of high school and starting to, you know, meet new people. We just moved out to um, La Barstow area. And um, I remember meeting uh, uh, one, of, one of our friends. Like he, his, his 
big thing was like he had he had two things he'd always say to you during the day when he would saw you. Um, well, not two things, but his his comments. One of his um, his like quotes, life quotes. Sorry, my brain's all. Right. But his life quotes. He would he would say, if you um, see someone without someone without a smile, give them yours. Just share it, you know, because they may need it, you know. So if they don't have it, just give them yours, right? He would say that. But then when he would see you in his introduction, like, hey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What did you do for your country today? That was something like, what did you do of service to help somebody out, really? I mean, those are things that he was, and it's always stuck with me. And this was when I was like 17, 18 years old. And, like, I've always thought about that. So when you're walking around and you smile at people or, like, I me, mean, I'm just so intimidated, introverted that I don't. And I think, well, they could have used that. But when somebody smiles at me, I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. So you, you see that. And then the thing about the water and the rice, I always said that I don't like it when people are indifferent to me. Like, when they, there's a difference between being mad at somebody being happy with somebody and then just being indifferent mm -hmm. so like that drives me crazy and it, i even think about it like even when um nowadays like when you're texting and stuff like that i'm like oh they left <coughs> me on red oh they're saying something that <laughs> you left me on red basically that's being indifferent you're not responding to them there's nothing there's no match you know so i mean it's still today so just that whole indi being indifference that last yeah photo of the rice they were they didn't say anything to it. They were mm -hmm. just indifferent to it, you know, and, and how it reacted to that. So, yeah, I was just kind of thinking of those things. Interesting. So it's just like, wow. Like, yeah, and it just, it just, I got a lot on that. I love what everyone had to share tonight. Wow, you know. Um, for me, one word was captivating. I was, uh, I was captivated. I was just like, you had me. I was really sucked in. Like I don't know if you guys felt that way. I was just like, yeah. right. I was totally sucked into uh, your your content, and you're right. It was your energy. You know, you had such a passion up here, and which is really refreshing to get a new twist and new trainers up here, right? Because um, I felt inspired. Like it was a very like, and I was, you know, I read a lot about my emotions. I'm like, oh, how do I feel right? Now? I feel inspired right now. You know, and I really, with without a shadow of a doubt, I really believe that. Like, I wrote down Prometheus right on, okay, like, I really mm -hmm. believe, you know, in repetition, right, and imagine that. And I am going to do that experiment. I am yeah. going to take it seriously. Because yes. um, I really do believe that. Yes. I do believe that in, in creating that. And um, loved it. Every bit of it. Awesome. Right? We got we, we to gotta have you up here more. Right? <laughs> and uh, so that was, that was nice. That was good. I'm glad, it was, I'm glad you came up here this evening. So, awesome, guys. Wow. Tonight was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and I knew tonight was going to be good, but that's why you don't miss trainings because you never know what you're going to miss. And you know what, what I, what I feel really, uh, I feel really grateful, you know, to be, you know, collaborating with you guys. And you know, you can see that there's something coming more out of this. And I feel that we're just going to continue to attract more people who kind of resonate with these ideas and and want to be a part of something like this and share their ideas and. So that everybody wins, you know, and so, you know, I'm excited as I think about, you know, like kind of some of the talks that we've been having and sometimes I was like, man, I can't wait to bring those ideas more to the surface, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, you too, buddy, right, you know, this is all part of that, like just, I want to, I want you guys to see yourself that this is a safe place to fail, mm -hmm. this is a safe place to be, like, you know, you're going to feel nervous coming up here if you're not into public speaking and it's all good, 
You know, we want you to know that this is a really safe place to fail and grow. Because from here, we're all supporting each other because we're going to move on to bigger audiences and bigger platforms to share these ideas. Mm -hmm. You know, not typical training for an insurance company, huh? <laughs> 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 you know? So, you know, people that work in the industry is like, they do not talk about this in your life, right? You know? <laughs> you know, and so I want this to be that way, right? Yeah. And I welcome that, you know, and so <laughs> loved it. Loved it more than even the words, what I'm telling you, don't do it justice, right? Awesome. Loved it. You did. You, you smashed it. Yeah. yeah. You did a great, great so awesome, guys. So I know it's 9 o'clock. Um, <laughs> so with that, uh, we will not be having a train on Saturday because we're going to a leadership retreat. Right? We will be back next Monday. Right? And uh, for next Monday, um, I want to have um, you two train. Right? You know, and you've been doing um, a lot of product stuff. I think we, we need to get our mindset. Okay. But, you know, you gotta you, you gotta keep up now, bro. You know, the, you know, you better bring something to the table. <laughs> a good video or something. See, see what you got, right? You know, and I would love you also. You know, do something product oriented or system oriented, right? Okay. That you do really well, right? So for next Monday. That. Okay. Um, any questions about anything? Um, just some announcements, right? It's really quick. So we're having a fast start school. Uh, obviously, for new associates who get qualified on Saturday, December 8th, we're also having an advanced training that day. Um, you know, and then on Friday, December 7th, we're, if if you care to, right? If you'll be around, if you're, we're having a grand opening to our Yuma office um, on Friday, December 7th. So Yuma's only about two hours and 15 minutes away. We drive it every week. <laughs> right, we know they go back of our hand, um, but we're expanding, so it's very exciting for us to, you know, Elvia and Isaac's mom actually, they're opening an office together, nice. and we're kind of having a ribbon cutting ceremony, and, and you know, we're going to have the media there, and you know, so the expansion is underway, right, so we're opening a new office and really celebrating that, so it's really, really good. So, you know, Mr. Salcido here right now has a business in two states, right, in California and Arizona, give him a round of applause for that, good job, everybody. And uh, this guy's really starting to come in and starting to make a lot of money, man. So it's, a, it's exciting for him to see his growth and his progress. And, you know, and um, I'm, I'm just really proud, you know, of, of this organization and what they're doing, right? They're, they're leading the company right now. You know, so there's a good guys, good people to associate with. So don't miss next week. It's going to be really good. Um, and we hope to see you guys more. Any questions about anything? Perfect, guys. All right, any other, anything else? Mm -hmm. Guys, Thank awesome you. night tonight. Thank you. Thank yeah. you guys for being here. Have a great night.